Hello and welcome to the Occult Calisthenics Podcast, episode 8. Episode 8 now, Harry. 8 weeks, mate. 8 already. 8 weeks. That's how we've been at it. How you doing? All good. Yeah. How's your workouts been this week? All good. We've gone to phase 2 of the workout programme. Oh, yeah. Lucifer workout programme, which you can get yours now for only £10. £10. Bargain. That's it. Bargain. 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 Seeing results already. Yeah. So, uh, that's a good start. As I said, I mean, when you w- turned up, Harry, I said to you, your face is looking more chiselled. Yeah. Your shoulders are looking more defined, yeah. you know. That's good. Yeah, definitely. So, definitely programs designed to work on your sort of you know muscle features, loss, your yeah. fat loss and your muscle toning your yeah. features so these are the things that draw attention to people so yeah i'm really happy it's working mate yeah so you start you you 100 percent say that still even though you've been on this how many weeks now how many weeks you've been doing the program it's five weeks now five weeks yeah five you weeks. still say yeah 100%? definitely yeah, i'm seeing all the way through 100%. wow so uh yeah definitely i mean we don't lie on this podcast it's all true it's all yeah facts yeah and, uh, opinions and uh yeah my opinion is that it, it is working yeah and uh yeah i'll see it through we try to be honest with our listeners as much as possible yeah. and i think honesty is what builds your you know builds your audience yeah. um we were the program as you know i'm following the program as well the program I, I i feel as the program developer i see things differently I see things that could improve. I see things that, you know, so I'm slightly changing it up every now and again, as I said in the last podcast, but I'm also seeing results. I noticed that my chest has kind of grown and my, uh, as you said, a big thing is your strength improves. So I feel like a massive thing that a part of this program wanted to put together was that strength is the number one factor. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, hundred percent. Um, so as usual, we're just going to say we've got some t-shirts out Unholy one t-shirts. I've got my own at the moment. So if you're interested in that, check my Facebook page, Cold Calisthenics, or check out my Instagram and check out my Facebook at Joseph Patrick Brady, and you can see what those t-shirts look like. They're only £4. So if you want one, basically all you've got to do is contact me, pre-order it, I shall buy it, I shall put it all together and send it to you, and you send me the money. And that's the way it works. Easy. Yeah, so you'll great get design your, as well. Yeah, exactly. It is a great design by Dylan Crutchley. Um... Also, workouts, uh, workout videos daily. I've got ab workouts. I've got recovery workouts. I've got upper body and lower body workouts coming at you every single week. So check those out. Um, and the big all and end all is we've got Lilith and Lucifer programs still available for only £10. 12 weeks long designed for fat loss and muscle growth and toning. If you want to get yourself one, then just hit me up and we should get you started. But yeah, that's it, Harry, isn't it, really? Definitely. And uh, just some other quick promotions. Check out my girlfriend's page, uh, Chelsea Animal Madness, where she posts up loads of videos and information photos and also sort of vlog-type information details about animals, uh, especially dogs, because that is the trade that she's in. And she also works at a place called Lone Valley Kennels, so if you're looking to get your dog in the kennels, if you're working away or you're going on holiday, get yourself along there as well. But yeah, if you're listening, Chelsea, love you as usual. Hope you're doing all right. But yeah, let's get started. Yeah. So today, Harry, I suppose what we're going to talk about, mate, is all the key fundamentals for muscle growth. Me and Harry have decided that we're going to change the way the, the podcast works. We're going to stick to one topic as we carry on. And we're just going to talk about muscle growth today. So all the things you need to know that require that muscle growth requires. And Harry, you probably agree. A lot of people overcomplicate this process. Definitely. Or undercomplicate this process. You know, you get guys that say things like, oh, yeah, just do, like, 12 push-ups and that'll be all right. 
it's always to the extreme. It's always extreme one end or extreme the other. Yeah, end. it is. It is. It is. I feel like there's a lot of people just literally just pushing out bullshit. Yeah. Like there's either guys that have been like, you need to, you need to take BCAAs and you need to have your anabolic window after you've eaten. There's only a five minute anabolic window after you've eaten. You need to make sure you're getting this sleep and this much protein and this much carbs and. Then you get the guys that said this. It is so complicated, you know. Yeah. And like, I just feel like there's a lot of guys that just end up giving up because they think to themselves, "This is just too much." Yeah, yeah I definitely. mean, I mean, there's a lot about their own agenda as well. Yeah. Let's not get that wrong. Yeah. Um, people say everyone's body's different. It is. Yeah. But at the same time, the fundamentals are the same. Yeah. At the end of the day, we're primal. Yeah. And primal beings, and that's what we strive for in cold calisthenics. Primal beings stick to primal styles of you know training. And from the dawn of time, when humans became humans, we have always had the same fundamental practices to build muscle and gain strength. You need to progressively overload your body and you need to eat right. You know? Definitely. Consistently challenge yourself. Yeah. Um, Talking of that, I think the biggest misconception about muscle growth, or in, I would say, any type of training, really, is that, you know there's like this magic pill or there's like this magic formula that's going to help you you know like you see you see these guys you know they see them on facebook they're literally getting paid to look good yeah and they've got nutritionists they've got people putting workout plans together for them and then they go on to an advert and let's just forget that pretty much most of them are on steroids um and they turn around and go oh see this protein powder or this bcas or whatever this is what's got me all this. And then guys are like, oh, fuck, yeah, really? And they, like, <laughs> buy it, and then they don't see any results within, like, the first week, and then they give up. Yeah. How many have we seen on Facebook? And oh, yeah. Where oh, yeah. Body-type quizzes. <laughs> so much. That sort of bollocks. So much out there that's not necessary. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, honestly. Yeah, you struggle working yourself. Again, with the whole, you know, muscle growth and everything like that, it is a simple process. If you keep it simple, Yeah. you know, throw in some... You know your own sort of twist on it. Yeah. Um, get some new workouts going. Yeah. And you will see muscle growth as exactly. long as you eat enough. Because yeah. that's one thing people don't do. People don't eat enough. Yeah. They they almost hit you know a thousand calories a day. Yeah. And expect to lose weight and build muscle at the same time. Yeah. While that is possible, it's not possible with a thousand calories. Losing weight definitely, but fucking building muscle definitely not. Not yeah. I mean. So the key thing there is you got to eat. Make sure you get enough calories, but make sure you get enough. Yeah. Of the right stuff. Yeah, my. My first meal was probably a thousand calories. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just, that's just me having like a spoovy a day. Yeah. That's that that is only that only has twenty seven grams of protein in it. So yeah, you're definitely gonna lose weight, but you ain't gonna build no muscle. No. Yeah, you know I mean that is definitely that is definitely the thing. Which I suppose, Harry, is the number one kit thing on our list about muscle growth. And before I go through, before I start with these, I'm just going to talk you through how we split this down. So the first section we're going to be talking about, guys, and we're going to spend about five to six minutes on each, I reckon. Um, This is not going to be overly complicated. I'm just going to give you some real simple formulas that you can use so you understand. So first of all is the calorie deficit, surplus and protein. That's nutrition out of the way. We talk about nutrition all the time because it's important. Sorry, guys, you probably get sick of hearing it, but nutrition is the most important part of training. If you haven't got your nutrition dialed in, you ain't going to get nowhere. That is fat loss, muscle growth, whatever. You know what I mean? Performance, everything. Everything, guys. Everything depends on it. Sleep, your mood, the way you train. Honestly, nutrition plays a massive part, which I'll just talk about something quickly after I read off these lists. Uh, 
So the next one is weights versus body weight. So what should you use, weights or body weight? And also we're gonna talk about progressive overload applied properly and what is a progressive overload. We're gonna talk about recovery. We're gonna talk about challenges and hard training. Um, we're gonna talk about um, the correct planning and we're gonna talk about the correct portion of muscles. So with all these things, we'll start with the number one, one which is basically calorie defects, surplus and protein. But before I say that, there was a study of this bloke talking of nutrition on the topic and he decided to eat fast food all week and still trained to see how his performance went. Now, four weeks prior to this, he ate nothing but clean food. He ate no, no nothing bad, literally just, he, he literally des- designed his training on superfoods, high protein levels and stuff, blah, blah, blah. But he was still hitting his protein target and his macro target, but he was eating junk food. So he was still getting his his uh, his protein in, he was still getting his carbs in, and he was still getting his fats in, and he wasn't overeating. So don't think he was um, gaining weight, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, he may have not been losing weight, but I'll tell you for what happened is, he lost a considerable amount of strength. He lost a lot of strength and he lost a lot of power and he felt lethargic as anything. But he was still getting the same macros. Yeah. So his macros didn't change, his protein didn't change. He was just eating differently. He was eating processed, chemically designed, engineered, labotic foods that are made quickly to fill you up. And that's it. And yeah. tastes good. And what he notices two weeks after he had this, this, uh, the this food, he was still struggling to gain to gain muscle. He was still struggling to be strong. And what he found is that actually his diet for that week impaired him for a month. And what that is, I know this sounds silly, but obviously men, especially men, we thrive off testosterone. Yeah. and testosterone boosting foods his testosterone went down the pan when he started eating all this takeaway and stuff so guys uh, I think the moral of the story is is that if you want to get strong and if you want to build muscle get rid of takeaways and get rid of bloody fast foods Definitely. and all this crap food because honestly guys it's just going to kill your estrogen it's just going to kill your your testosterone it's going to turn you into a woman yeah, I mean, it does. It, they, it is proven as well, scientifically proven, that there is more like to estrogen levels to boost up dramatically. There there, there's been you traces know? of estrogen found in all sorts of fast food. Exactly. That's been, yeah. that's been proven. But exactly. again, fast food is <clears throat> is the main killer mm. in terms of killing workout programs and workouts. Yeah. It's just not. Exactly. There's, there's nothing in it that is good. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there is such things as cheat days here. You know, you can have cheat days, but you need to be, you need to be careful with cheat days yeah. now in this experiment he did go over he had literally a cheat day every single day like so he ate crap food every single day just to see how it go but that's the extent of how so like i suppose what this what this um i suppose what this sort of experiment was targeted to was guys that want to get into training but they still kept their old diet yeah yeah you know i mean yeah so guys that are like really sh- crap with their food and they were training and being like oh, I'm not seeing any results it's like well no shit yeah I mean <laughs> yeah. he was gaining muscle he probably was gaining muscle he probably was losing fat still and he probably was getting because he was getting enough protein blah 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 but it wasn't sufficient food no his functionality wasn't there it's not sustainable you know? to do that exactly and you Definitely. need to feel motivated to, to see these results yeah. otherwise you're not going to feel the results 
which I, I suppose which is the key topic for calorie defect surface. A lot of people ask me, I do have questions actually ask me about muscle growth. I've had quite a few say, um, how does muscle growth occur when it comes to nutrition? And it's simple as this. You need to make sure your macros are in check. You need to make sure you're having sufficient carbs for your, for your, for your weight. You need to make sure you're having sufficient fats for your weight. And you need to make sure you're having sufficient protein. And we've talked about this, how you calculate this all the time. You get your body weight in pounds times it by 0.8. That gives you how much protein you need. Now, within that, within that, within that allowance, your carbs and fats can, will come with it. You see what I mean? Yeah. So you don't have to worry about counting your carbs and fats as long as you're getting your protein correctly. So if, you, if you're hitting your protein correctly, that's how you're going to build the muscle. Because obviously, um, protein is probably the most important thing. Yeah. The most important macronutrients, and it helps build losing fat. And that's the same as a deficit. You can be in a calorie deficit, but have your protein. So if you're still hitting your number of protein in your calorie deficit, you're still going to gain muscle but lose fat at the same time. If your plan is just just bulk and just get big, you're not really caring about abs, but you want nice big shoulders and blah blah. Like a lot of guys do, which is fine. You're kind of looking to bulk instead of look aesthetic and sort of lean. Then I say a slight surplus. You don't need to be eating like five thousand calories, all this mad stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if your say look your calorie intake is two hundred two thousand three hundred, just being a two thousand six two thousand six hundred surplus. So that's an extra three hundred calories. You're gonna bulk, yeah, and you're still gonna hit. You're probably gonna be over more than your protein you needed, so you're definitely gonna build weight. I think people ignore that because they see a lot of these bodybuilders. Yeah, they eat five thousand. Yeah, like, to gain big. That's yeah. because their size already. They're, yeah, they're I mean, huge there. Yeah, these are you know these are professionals. So, and and they're all, they have personal trainers as well. Yes, who tell them to do these. Yes, and let's not forget they are on the jacks as well. That's yeah, yeah. nine times out of ten. They are on the fucking pump. You know yeah. what I mean. As we like to but, call it, yeah. But people lose sight of that because of that. But again, you're right. Everything you say, yeah. Actually, three hundred calories is enough to. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to go overboard because that's where the fat comes in. Yeah. Like, you see guys think, "Oh, I'm, I'm bulking. How are you? What are you bulking for?" <laughs> yeah. And you need to have a correct reason to bulk. Like, if you like, I have a lot of guys say to me, "Oh, oh, you know, I want a big chest, but I want to, you know, I want to get real big muscles, and I want to see my six pack." Well, if you're in a calorie deficit. You're going to see your six pack and probably the muscle growth may take a little bit longer, but as long as you're eating your protein, that's fine. Yeah. But if you're just looking to get big, you can get big just by a, a slight surplus. Don't go over the top. So that's probably number one, I'd say. Yeah. You got anything to add to that, Harry, at all? I think kind of the, the main points on calorie deficit and... Uh, surplus. Surplus. Protein. Yeah. yeah. We covered it. Exactly. The, the recommended is about 120 grams for protein. I'd around around hundred twenty pounds. Depend it depends on your on your What's on your pound your weight body weight. Yeah. So at the moment, I'm supposed to be hitting about one hundred and forty five grams a day. But I hit about one hundred and sixty. Okay. You know, um, because I like to go to the nearest ten, but the highest ten of that nearest ten. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. So I basically basically covered. So one hundred and sixty grams of protein, um, one hundred and seventy grams, eighty grams. It doesn't really matter as long as you're as long as you're not going over your calories. Yeah. Either in a surplus or a defect. And as long as you're getting your protein in, you should be fine. So that's sort of basically, you know, um, sort of when it comes to eating. 
concern. Also, your superfoods. Get your superfoods super in. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we talk about this all the time. Yeah. Um, you should know by now, if you're looking at building muscle, what food is good for you and what food is bad for you. Yeah, yeah I mean, definitely. if I was you, research what superfoods there are that help build muscle growth. We all know what they are. Spinach, kale, beetroot, all the good ones, you know what I mean? Which I implement into my daily... Blueberries actually at the top of the superfood list. Yes, blueberries as well for the, for the immune system, yeah. which, uh, again... Muscle growth and growing muscle, you need a strong immune system to, 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 to fuel the muscles. Definitely. So, yeah, 100%. So, I suppose the next topic, quickly, is progressive overload, which is another important topic. And I suppose there are many ways to do progressive overload, but let's break down progressive overload most simply. Progressive overload means over time, you progressively overload your body. Yeah. So, you do more than you did that could be more reps, that could be more weight, it could be both, yeah. it could be harder challenging exercises, it can be um, sort of pushing yourself to the limits. Extra distance on runs. Extra distance on runs as well. Uh, progressive overload can be added onto yeah. anything, but yeah. for muscle growth specifics, let's talk about this, this is how you do muscle growth. So let's keep it simple guys, let's, uh, let's do weighted calisthenics for example. So say you can't do a dip. So you start doing a dip, assisted dip. And then next week, you change your assisted dip slightly, so select one knee's on the assisted dip. And then you take the assistance away, and then suddenly you can do a half dip. And then next week after that, you can now do a dip. That's progressive overload. Now to progress further on, you start adding reps. And then when you start adding weights involved, you put a weights vest on. And then you're at the peak of your dip phase. And you can stick to your rep ranges, which we will talk about with progressive overload. And you can just add weight to your weight vest, or you can do more challenging variations. Dip hops. You know, you could do ring dips. You could do all sorts of things. So this is from the calisthenics perspective. A lot of people say, how do you gain muscles? Calisthenics, I've just told you. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that is how you do it. You know, you just make it progressively, you just make the progressive harder. When it comes to Lifting weights is a lot easier because that's why a lot of people like lifting weights because it's easier to build muscle. Yeah. And they're easier moves to do. Tell me what's harder, laying on a bench and lifting vertically or yeah. doing uh, doing dips. I'll pretty much say that dips are more challenging. 100%. <laughs> but with when it comes to weightlifting, all you've got to do is literally just add more weight. So, or you can change the variations of your, your movement. So you could do, do them at an angle. So, you know, when you see like the angle incline, bench yeah. press, where you can just, I, I, my rule is I add at least five kilograms each week. I know it's only small, but that's enough not to give you injury, but also you're, you're progressively overloading. So you're doing more, more, so then that five kilograms soon turns into 10 kilograms in four weeks time, you're at 20 kilograms. That's a, that's a high weight to add. Yeah. I'd say that's about right. Yeah. And then within... Four weeks time, you're lifting twenty more kilograms than you did before. That's hopefully more strength, more muscle growth. Yeah. Because again, strength is a is a product of muscle growth. But again, um, you don't overdo it because with with weightlifting and, and muscle growth, it, it's easy to pull muscles and all, all that sort of thing into yourself. Hundred mm. percent. So. See, that's where we're going to get into our next yeah. topic, which is recovery. Yeah. So, just just covering, just going back slightly on progressive overload. Just remember. As long as you're progressively challenging yourself and using those implements that I've just given you, 
you should be able to progressively overload your muscles to build muscle. That's probably the most important thing when it comes to training. So, aesthetics is always left out. On yeah. Progressive on um, muscle growth anyway. Yeah. Like before, before you really sort of introduced me to it, I never really sort of given a thought to aesthetics. Yeah. yeah. But it does. It does make you stronger. Yeah. And it does. It does improve your muscle growth definitely. Do you it feel like, you as well? Do you feel like since you've been doing the calisthenics program, you're a lot stronger than you ever have been? Yeah. Considering I was in the gym most days of the week lifting yeah. weights yeah um, yeah definitely and, and for the last three and a half months I haven't been yeah it's definitely I've, I definitely feel stronger than before it's and you, you're, more, you're more nimble as well exactly you're more aesthetic more sort of flexible you have yeah. more of ability to move yeah. it's because the movements of you you're required to use different parts of your body that's why the strength comes in yeah. like why do you think gymnasts are so fucking jacked yeah you know what I mean, because of all the movements they got to do, yeah. like ring ring exercises, guys. Honestly, if you're looking to progressively overload in, in calisthenics, get yourself some fucking rings. Honestly, yeah. like they are probably that you can you can fingers with rings. You can you basically got a gym with two rings. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can go to a tree, hook them up. You got a gym. Go to a bar, hook them up. You got a gym. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, put them on a bloody lamppost. You got a gym. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can do so many movements that replicate the gym with rings. Yeah, I mean, and because of because of the strength that is involved in those, you cannot tell me you're not going to build muscle. No. Yeah, I mean, they definitely do work. As Harry knows, I've been using the rings for the last couple of weeks, and uh, now that fair amounts of gyms open, (laughs) and uh, my body is absolutely fucked. My my upper chest is on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they are extremely difficult. Yeah, they're they're underestimated as well. A lot of people think. Like I'll do a ring workout and then I'll go lift weights. Yeah. Like, like the next day, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's a big mistake. That's not gonna happen. Which, again, which I suppose we should talk about is recovery. So, we've covered progressive overload, different ways to challenge yourself. Recovery, very simple. I'll say stretch your body out every day. What uh, you could do full body stretching. You could do yoga. You could do isolated stretching, so you could just like you've just worked your upper body that day, just stretch your upper body out. That's up to you. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking to be functional, like me and Harry here, we I tried. We both stretch all our whole body every day, yes. and I like to do some meditation, yoga, as you all know, because you want to be relaxed. You want to be recovered for when you next go again, so you're not sort of hyped up. You're not sort of stressed out to train, which um, causes issues, which I have faced and I've faced for the last week. It's been quite difficult, but. I'm still grinding, still hitting at it, um, but definitely you need to you need to make sure you recover your body, um, in all sorts of different aspects, eating the correct food, getting enough sleep, eight hours sleep, and uh, supposedly when it comes to structure and 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 correct planning, I suppose, um, doing a three day workout week, or finding a split that works for you. Yeah. Uh, if you like to do whole body, uh, every other day, that's fine. We've done that before. It worked. Yeah. If you look to do, say, upper body one day, lower body the next, and then rest, that's fine. As long as you have a structured rest day in there. Um, and if you're a guy like me that likes to train daily, <laughs> don't lift weights on those days. You can do jump rope, go running, martial arts. Now that the swim pool's reopened, you can do a little recovery swim for a little bit. But there's nothing, nothing stopping you from doing activity every single day. Just when it comes to hard, intense weight training or calisthenics give yourself a day off because yeah. that is going to be needed you know yeah definitely and I, I mentioned on another podcast before but um, about the 42 hours 
Yeah. From yeah. If you lift weights one day, you're going out heavy, then you need to ideally. They, they do say that 42 hours is yeah. the ideal time to, to recover, for your muscles to recover. They say if you've done compound movements, so things like squats yeah. and deadlifts, 72 hours. 72 hours. Because that's a lot of strain on your body, a lot of strain on the heart, because you're yeah. using multiple muscle groups. So the way I look at it is you're doing a workout that involves multiple muscle groups, 72 hours until you train that muscle group again. That doesn't mean you can't train within 72 hours. That means that, that muscle group gets left alone. But if you're looking to do sort of like pump training or uh, sort of just basic isolation exercises, then every 42 hours. So the other, every other day. Because um, that's when your immune system is going to regenerate and that's when you're going to come back to the gym stronger. Yeah. And you're going to progressively get stronger every time. 100%. Um, which I suppose brings us on to our next sort of subject, which is um, how to challenge yourself. Now, I would say challenge and recovery comes into two, into hand in hand. Without recovery, you will not be able to improve. And without challenging yourself, you ain't going to be able to recover properly. No. You want to feel what recovery feels like. You want to feel the recovery. You want to be like, I'm in recovery today, yeah. you know? Yeah. Now, when I say challenge yourself, I see a lot of guys work out and not build any muscle. Because they go in the gym, they pick, they pick a comfortable weight, so again, not doing progressive overload, and for like five weeks in a row, he's been doing chest flies at 14 kilograms. Or he's been doing 12 press-ups every day. So, three sets of 12 press-ups yeah. every workout. Great. <laughs> okay, so where's your progressive overload and where's your, you know, so, again, that impairs your recovery. Because you've got nothing to recover from. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But the thing is, you won't feel like you need to recover, so you'll go back the next day, and you'll do it again, and you'll do it again, and you'll only strain yourself, you'll only damage yourself, then recovery's needed, but you will be in so, such fixation yeah. where you'll just keep doing it. And guess what? I have all right to say this, because I've been there. I've done this. Not as weak as that, but I've done 10 miles every day Yeah. with a two-hour gym session, endurance gym session, and I saw no results. I saw no progression. I literally just the same session every time. Stuck to the same weight every time. I yes, remember. it felt good. It was good. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It was fun. But I won't see no results. I may have been an endurance beast. And I still am. But my when it comes to muscle growth, which you're talking about here, and looking good, feeling strong, yeah. getting stronger, none of that was implemented. So you need to challenge yourself, but recover at the same time. So the way I would say you challenge yourself is, say look, you're a guy that's done 12 push-ups, you're like, I'm happy with this, I want to move. Try and elevate it. Do some different variations. In fact, instead of doing push-ups, why don't you do, do the different exercise for upper body? Go on the pull-up bar. Go yeah. on the chin-up bar. Do, do different variations of that sort of push-pull movement. Skull crushes, Australian push-ups. A good move that I like to do is the Australian around the world push-ups, which is where you 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 got a bar above you, so you can use a Smith machine in the gym, or a, a parallel bar or a table, and even another good one. And I put my hands on the table and I sit myself at an angle with my feet on the floor, and I just raise myself up, hold it, and I go back down again. So it's sort of it's basically implementing the the the, the oh, chest press. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you're using you're bringing your Traverse, body. Yeah. Yeah, it's a reverse chest press. Yeah. And that works. That works the back, and that works the chest at the same time. 
so challenging exercises that work the posterior and um the the um opposite muscle groups yeah that's another way to build muscle and challenge yourself because you're using different muscle groups at the same time that's why a lot of people don't really see results when they do say uh a split where it's like arms one day you know what I'm talking about yeah. chest the other day work different body groups yeah. every day yeah because because you, you, you almost, you're waiting a week to then do it again mm. I feel like that's consistency is key yeah and if you can do it every two or three days yeah. I'd, I'd say every probably three days yeah if you can train your biceps every three days or whatever yeah then you know as long as you're going at it, you know 100% yeah you will see results 100% yeah which is another thing which Harry you just mentioned hard challenging intensity yeah intensity is key because you know well, how many times every time we do a workout it's always 100% intensity oh yeah it's mental there's no yeah. there's no 99% yeah. it's always 100% and intensity doesn't mean like slamming yourself on the floor no. or like lifting dumbbells as fast as you can yeah. and like screaming at the top of your lungs and that sort of thing no. <laughs> intensity means feeling the contraction that means squeezing the muscles and doing doing the workout as hard as you can giving it your all correct form correct movement correct isolation um feeling the burn changing the weight do, when i say intensity that means like so if you can do pull ups try and work to do a muscle up you see what i mean progressive overload intensity challenging yourself that's what all makes makes a lot it that's mental in. as well because you yeah. want to you're going to you're going to feel pain through it one yeah. way or another especially if you're you're weightlifting or whatever yeah but it's the whole mental barrier of actually breaking that barrier 100% and keeping it going yeah because as i say we used to spend an hour, hour and a half in the gym. Yeah. A good hour and a half, two hours sometimes. Yeah. And I know you spend two or three hours in there at one time. Yeah, yeah. And there's, there's comes many a time where you think, is it over? I don't want to give up. Yeah. But as long as you break down the barrier, it's fine. Yeah. And that's where, as I say, you need to, you need to be in the right place mentally. To, yeah, exactly. To keep it going. See, mental, your mental state comes in quite a lot because you need to think to yourself, today's the day I'm going to change. I'm going to make a challenge today. You know? Because if you fall in the trap of doing the same workout day in, day out, every week, you are not going to see any results. And you're actually going to slow yourself, slow your progress, and you are because you're comfortable. Yeah. The whole point of calisthenics or working out or any sort of training is breaking that comfortability barrier. Yeah. 100%. Outside the comfort zone. Yeah. It's a new workouts. Yeah. Throwing your own twist in there. Yeah. Again. 100%. Yeah. Definitely. So I suppose, Harry, I think the next thing really is talking about correct planning and sort of you know the the correct proportion of muscles planning planning and proportion so the planning workouts planning workouts and sort of talking about like muscle proportions of what muscles to hit yeah. to make yourself look big um, I know you have always been one to plan for your workouts yes yeah. 100% I remember when we first started you had a big notebook and notebook. I think you still do have a big notebook yeah I do I have massive I've, I've, I <laughs> actually have like seven notebooks and your whiteboard as well. Whiteboards. <laughs> I write to write everything down. That's it's another a thing. thing to do. Yeah, that's another thing as well. Actually, you've just brought me up to another point. Is track your lifts, track your training. You know, if you've managed to do track your PRs, I'll say. Yeah. If you manage to do seven, say like you managed to do seven dips of a waist vest on, that's a PR. Then next week you'll be like, okay, I've done seven dips with this waist vest on. I'm gonna try to do ten. That's progressive overload. Yeah. Adding more reps, more weight, changing in yourself. That's what the Lucifer program entails. And the Lift program. Challenging variations of exercise every week, try to build yourself up. I mean, how are you going from not even being able to do a handstand to 
Your one. Just being able to do one. Do one now. So are you fully extended now? I'm fully extending. Um, he's, he's slightly assisted. Um, but I feel like this time next week it'll be unassisted. Wow. And it'll be a handstand. Yeah, there we go. See, mm. that's proof in the pudding right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's proof right there. The same with... Uh, same with I've I've added a new challenge to my training. I've started using the rings again, and I'll be doing ring dips, and different types of ring dips. And trust me, I'm fucking feeling it. Yes. And you know we're always challenging ourselves the best way. Yeah, but again, don't get in your head of trying to, you know, catch up other people. Just focus no. on yourself. Yeah. And your own progression, progressions, etc. And yeah, you'll get there eventually. Everyone's playing the game in their own different way. Yeah. That is it. But yeah, so. I suppose when it comes to correct planning, Harry, I speak, the, the, the number one thing is to talk about what your purpose is. Yeah. Are you looking to lose fat and build muscle? Or are you looking just solely just to bulk up and build muscle? Which is which is fine. So I think you need to cater to yourself. And I don't and when it comes to weights versus body weight as well, I don't think you should leave anything out. I think you should do everything. I reckon you should do calisthenics body weight for that sort of functionality of the body and for the challenging variations and to help you do harder variations of different exercises I reckon you should do weights to speed up your muscle progress yeah. and challenge yourself by adding load and learning about time under tension and learning about a mind-muscle connection and I also reckon you should do uh, weighted calisthenics I reckon you do calisthenics that challenges you with a weight vest on I'm a protagonist for training with weights vest <laughs> I train with weights rest all the time. There used to be a time where I never had that thing off. No, I remember. Yeah, I mean, I would train every single session with it. And yes, that would hurt. But it's a it's a key factor. It's a key point. Yeah. You need to add um, the correct planning in by, by, by depending on what you like to do. Yeah. So for me, the optimum workout training for muscle growth for me is a three-day workout week with two light cardio sessions in. Yeah. And that's it. That's simple as. Yeah. One day for legs and two days for the upper body, working all areas of the upper body on those two days. Yeah. But make sure obviously you get your cardio in. Make sure you get a low bit of cardio in. Days. Exactly on your alternative days. Or and then on say like Sunday or Monday or whatever you just have on yourself a good rest day. Yeah. So with that plan, that's for me the best. For you that may be too little, that'd be too you can it but to me I'm saying that's my best yeah. plan for it. Yeah. Um Focusing on hard exercises, choosing an exercise to work on. So, for example, I'm going to look to work on a muscle-up. So, in six weeks' time, I want to see myself be able to do a muscle-up. So, I'm going to focus on progressions to help me do muscle-up. So, getting myself stronger by doing pull-ups, doing actual muscle-up progressions. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And also hitting different rep ranges within your plan. Six to eight reps for strength. So, if you can't do a dip, I'll use dips again. But if you want to focus on getting stronger to do those dips, do six reps or five by five. Yeah. Five five sets of five reps. That's a brilliant way to do it. Nice and quick. Bang, bang, bang. Getting them in there. Yeah. Um, another one is the as the standard eight to 12, which is the hypertrophy rep range. Yeah. You know, which is pretty good. Uh, working between that rep range can help you, you know, improve your... That is where your muscle growth comes in. And then you've got your endurance. You're yeah. 15 plus, you're 20 reps, you're 100 reps if you want to do that. You know, that is also can be done for hypertrophy and that can also be done for endurance, a lot of good endurance. Yeah, so, I think if you want to grow muscle quickly, 
um, then if you go for your eight to twelve, I I just say if if it's on a heavy weight, if you can hit eight reps, yeah, four four or five sets of eight, yeah, you should see good, yeah, good muscle growth mm. on the weight side of things. Even if you did like some sort of reverse pyramid or something like that, yeah, so right, you yeah. started like, so you started. See, this is another way to get progressive. Like you can start with really easy variation, or hard variation, and try to do as many reps as possible. Now, like, say that you got twelve reps, yeah. and you just take the weight down or do an easy progression by doing like I don't know ten, yeah. then eight, then six, and four. You know, and then you're just going down and down and down. That's probably the best way to attack that. Yeah. Definitely. Also, I would say before you do any sort of training, um, and depending on your goals, just find out what your calories are. Find out what your protein is, so you you've got that dialed in. So when you start, you can yeah start properly. Just just going back to the um, the pyramid scheme. Yeah. Um, there, a lot of personal training professionals will actually implement that in there. Regimes as well, yeah, because it is it is a proven formula. It does yeah, work. yeah, proven workout. You know, you you can start on 20, 20 kilos on dumbbell curls, work yeah. your way down, and by the time you hit 10, 10 kilos, you, you really do feel it. Yeah, that feels like twenty. Yeah, I mean, we did reverse pyramids. You remember yeah, that time? Was, yeah, I was, I was probably one of the first to introduce that to you. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. Yeah, you know, I mean, we we did we did shoulders reverse shoulders. pyramids, shoulder press, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. But um, but yeah, no, it's it, these are all different different ways you can do it. As, as long as you can mix it up, don't really go stagnant. It, no, you should be alright. Hundred percent, that is the way forward. But yes, I suppose Harry, that's pretty much covered most of it. And oh yeah, quickly, just to say, if you're also looking to have a good proportion within your training, yes. target muscle groups that show off better. So if you're looking for a guy to look good, and that is your only goal. Yeah. I would say focus on the chest, the biceps, the shoulders and the back. That gives you that V shape sort of shape. Yeah. The outward shape and that's it. I said I said probably some triceps in there as well. Triceps as well. Some light ab workouts. Yeah. You know, which is gonna be our topic for next week. We're gonna be talking about core growth one oh one. Yeah. Hundred percent and how to see the abs off. I think that's quite an important one. Yeah. A lot of people want to know this. Tend to forget about it. Yeah. And another thing as well, I do actually have an ab programme which you can follow well I give you ab workouts weekly daily if you want it but it costs a little bit more for that but yeah there we go bargain bargain (laughs) (laughs) anyways guys thank you for listening and that's just a quick one on muscle growth Uh, next week we're going to be talking about ab growth and ab training and there we go guys have a good evening